Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. Fair morning. I am Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. Why did I say it this time? I don't know, because you got upset by me saying fair morning. <laughs> Probably. I could see uh, it in your eyes. We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sexy sticky, sticky situations. situations. Okay, why, why do they have to be sticky situations? We've had some complaints. Mm-hmm. People enjoy the sexy situations, but they want it to be less sticky. Uh, not Not like completely devoid of stickiness, but just like a little bit less. Okay, so we're a dating we... and sex advice podcast where we take your slightly sticky, sexy, sexy... No, they're already sticky. Oh, so this... Your so sticky, sticky, sexy situation and turn them into sexy... Slightly less, sticky. Slightly sticky situations. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to be able to say that. I'm not even going to try. It's okay. You tried. Um, I do, however. Uh, I, wanna, I, I, I know we did this a couple episodes back, but like, I kind of want to apologize for editing last week's episode. Uh, I said that... The name of the bee in the bee movie was Benny, and I was wrong. It's actually Barry B. Benson. Hmm. Uh, so I'm really sorry. I don't know if I can do this with you anymore. I know. It was bad enough that I fucked up the Little John mm-hmm. LMFAO collab. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the... Could I mean, you be any worse? Um, we'll have to see... That's an alphabet joke for you. I don't know if your D should be out right now. E, e a... seems to like it. <laughs> oh, this is a good intro. All right. Um, so I have an audience submitted question. A user, if you will. A user, yep. Um, it's for you specifically. Oh, okay. So we can assume you've come at some point. Yes. Have you ever overcome? <laughs> what does this have me? I'm like, I would come on, don't don't mock our fan base. I don't know what overcome means. Like, I think like, that's a no. Like real hard shocks of come. <laughs> if you overcame, you know. See, when I I hear overcome, I imagine it's like it gets to the point where it's just like blood. Probably, and I, I can, know. and I, I can imagine your, say, your penis erupting. Yeah, like, like it, a bad it goes, firework. It goes to like you know, it's semen, it's semen, it's semen, and then it like kind of like clears out, and then it's just sort of like coughing dust. liquid, liquid of some like urine, maybe just sort of like now it's just evacuating every liquid. That's called peeing. Um, yeah, but I think that's what overcoming is, right? Like it's just like it's like we're just gonna drain every liquid you've got. I feel like overcoming is just like getting past an obstacle and moving on with your life as a stronger person. Uh, but, hey, <laughs> if you've never done that, that's okay. Uh, no, that's not it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's ejaculating blood. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Your turn. This comes from Reddit user. Meh, 12. Um, they ask, my boyfriend wants to meet my friends, and I don't have any. Oh, no! Um, you can't start the podcast off like that. Oh, we are. Oh. I am meeting his friends on Sunday. On our first date, I met some of his friends through a pub quiz. When I left school, no one kept in touch. Uh, I have always been a bit disconnected from people, and I like, uh, and I've always felt like I was playing catch up. As a result, I had no friends until the start of this year. The problem is, I met my boyfriend through these people, so he already knows them. Or I am only friends with four people. Um, how do I tell him I have no good friends? How do I admit that I'm a bit of a loner and always have been? Are those four friends the friends he knows? I assume so. Okay. At least um, that's what it sounds like. She says, "Oh man, this is a really sad question." It is and it isn't. Well, she's so. First, I got a solution. Okay, so you say, "Oh yeah, so we we kind of have a gang." I like 
I want to introduce you to them, but like, it has to be under like special circumstances because you know they're, uh, you know, they're particular. So, you know, come to mind, they'll come by. So you get them to yours, you get them to your room, and you say, yeah, yeah, Pam's on her way with her five mates. They give them a hand job. Pam, five mates. Yes, I get it. Yeah, it's your fingers. They're the five friends. And then every time he tries to question you about your friends, you jerk him off. You just you just jerk him off. Just, I mean, yeah, it's it's not a bad solution. My thing is like, there's a ten year age gap. She's twenty one. He's thirty one. I am thirty two, and I would say I, I have I have five friends. You know what I mean? Like people that I think am I counting that right? Yeah, I'm counting that right. Am I one? Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> Trick question. I meant number one. Bo, 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 bo. Fuck um, all y'all. Um, but it, it's one of those things where it's like the older you get, mm-hmm. you kind of like realize that you only have time for a certain amount of people, and yeah. also the patience for a certain amount and of people, the money and the like days in the like, week. I am so content not having a shit ton of friends. Like I have friends, mm-hmm. and then I have like my friends, mm-hmm. um, and it's not that bad. Also, twenty one, like yeah, the the amount of people that there's one person from college. That I still like hang out with. Yeah. And he's he's included in those friends. I have one friend from high school. He's included in that friend. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. it's not unusual. You one random immigrant that latched onto your life. <laughs> yeah. That's this dude. Um, it's it's not unusual to have a very small friend group. Yeah. I don't think. At least, especially not these days. No, not at all. And I think the funny thing is 21 is about the time where you realize that right like mm-hmm. i feel like that's pretty much like the because you're either just out of or nearing the end of university or maybe you never went or whatever but like in high school and in university you kind of have the time and you're also just surrounded by people yeah. where like being friends isn't hard because you're thrown together every day yeah but when you're actually out like swimming in the ocean of real life there's all not that many people you can really keep afloat, right? Mm-hmm. So I think she is on the tail end of that, which is why she then feels self-conscious about having yeah. so few friends, whereas I'll bet, like, the reason why you know them through him is probably because they're his friends. Yeah. Those are those people, you know? So, I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think anyone... Look, the guy likes you. He's not... You being like, hey, I've always been kind of a loner. I don't really have a huge core group mm-hmm. of friends. Or just be like, honestly, these guys are my friends and you already know them. Like, make a joke out of it. Yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, wait, I only validated you because I thought you knew cool people. Yeah. It's probably going to be a relief because then he doesn't have to try and press them. And also just like, clearly he likes these people. Clearly he approves of your choice in friends. He's, if he's also friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Have a surprise thing. Be like, okay, you're going to meet my friends, but you're only going to meet them in special circumstances. You gotta come to my room, and then he comes to your room, and his friends are there because they're your friends. They're jerking him off now. Oh yeah. Also, you said you have five friends. Does that mean you're missing a finger, or you don't have a palm? What? Oh me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm missing a finger. I don't count the thumb. Oh okay, that's fair. Yeah, palm and four. Okay. Yeah. Imagine trying to get a hand job with no thumb. It would kind of yeah, it would still work. Hanging would work. It could be like comfortable. Honestly, I think the thumb's overrated. Yeah, you know what? I think the thumb might slow you down. Oh my god, can we have we just developed a new hand job technique? Oh, give, me your, off. give me your dick. <laughs> oh my god. I know what I'm doing tonight, and I know what every guy who listens to this podcast is doing tonight. Okay. Thumbless jerk off. Thumbless. Is that what we're naming it? I guess. I know Thumb Tom. The uh 
What do we got here? What does this look like? It could be like the Lego man. It's called Belina. No thumb. <laughs> yeah? Thumb Belina. I get it. I'm going to explain my jokes today. Please. <laughs> That's my... All right, hit me. That's my fetish. I have a lot of questions, and I want to get through all of them I today. don't think I have any. I can't remember. I, I, like, I don't do what you do. I, like, add them on the fly. Okay, I'll just go with the most recent one. Oh, this one's Graham. Are you ready? Sure. With an introduction like that, why not? It's not necessarily Graham. It's just kind of, you know, oh, motherfucker. Do you want me to paraphrase it? Because they got deleted. Yes. Um, effectively, this guy has been dating a girl for about four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, oh, no, not, not four and a half years, about like three and a half, I'd say. Okay. Uh, they are now fiancés. Mm-hmm. And uh, her ex of five months, they were dating for five months and he died. Okay. That happened five years ago. Okay. And recently she's posted things up on Facebook being like saying like, oh, like when I die, me and him will be married together in heaven and we'll live the life we never got to live. Yikes. Yeah. And like basically saying a lot of things about like how amazing that person was when like five months versus a lot more time than that yeah and also i thought you were gonna say married. he came back oh no like, he, oh he did yeah, oh he, okay. he he did he did he did yeah so that's basically it like there's a love like uh, he's my only one true love post up on facebook for all their mutual friends while they're that's engaged why and also like i can't wait till i die or like when i die i'll be happy because i get to live the life we never got to live and he'll be my husband in heaven what happens if they both die in a car accident together, uh, like her and her current fiance? I'm gonna say third wheeling, and I feel like I should make a funny joke considering a car has four wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, can you explain that to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I said I should have. I didn't say I make it. True. Um, yeah, this is that's not okay. This is fucking. Like, I mean, it, regardless of whether he's alive or dead, like if you put a bunch of like weight on a past relationship. And it's one thing to be like, you know, if you're a widower or, you know, you've been with someone for a long time, there's, I think there's understandably a grace period or even just something to be like, they're always going to be a part of you. You've spent enough time yeah. with them that, that their thumbprint will always be sort mm-hmm. of like on you. I think that's, that's kind of beautiful. And yeah. I think as someone in the relationship where like they've lost somebody and like, I think it's, it's almost this weird situation where like, if you break up, like there's probably that tapering off or... They do something mean when you break up or we, whatever. But like, if they die yeah. in the middle of you loving them, are you supposed to just stop? No. So yeah. you can always love your dead ex. Absolutely. Episode title. <laughs> but like, you also can't be like, you're an okay second choice. Yeah. I mean, and like, if that's your, if that's your stance on this person, mm-hmm. if if they're not comparable to the love that you had, it's like maybe the. Maybe you wait around and maybe yeah. see if someone else comes along or oh, so five months. Yeah, that's five months. You know, I'm I'm chalking it up to like five months. I don't know. Some Nicholas Sparks bullshit where like <sighs> they just, you know, yeah. it's just the most beautiful connection. They that... never had any time to fuck each other up. They were just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, like everyone, the first five months of everyone's relationships are usually fucking great. Oh, so he spent like four of those months in hospital. Oh, that's... <laughs> but like. Yeah, I, I just think, like, I don't know how you can post that stuff online and then turn around to your partner and have breakfast. Yeah. Like, 
that's so mean. It's it's really it lacks just a shit ton of empathy and a shit ton of like compassion. Mm. And it also is is a pretty good indication of like yeah, their ability to care about you as a person like and their you can level ex- of care about you. Like, yeah, I you think... can extrapolate that to like any like what happens if you ever have a disagreement over like whether you want children mm-hmm. or how to like he would have wanted them. Yeah, or or just if like he anything was still where alive, it's just I'd like be happy. Yeah, where like your sort of like anything that matters to you just doesn't get yeah any sort of weight because she clearly doesn't think yeah a whole lot about you. Even I if she this... does truly love you, there's even if she does like. She's missing that part where she's slamming you in front of everyone mm-hmm. who has you as a mutual friend. Mutual. 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 Um, and which also, I'm assuming if you're engaged. It's probably a, a good a, a good, good intersection. Yeah, there's probably a fairly large circle in your Venn and diagram. And even if your friends know. aren't friends, she's still slamming you yeah. to your face via, like, I think you need to talk to her and be like, look. And the, the, weird, the reason why this question stood out is, like, I'd expect the other side of this story where like she loves her ex and I'm uncomfortable with it and he's yeah, yeah. so cool with it like he was like yeah I, I appreciate it. I get it and like I also like you know I come we drop flowers on his grave and like we both kind of grieve this guy and like I you know he, he seems to think he's really good as like almost like secondhand knowledge because yeah. he's like he's heard so much good stuff about him and of course. you know but then this stuff happens and he's like Am I in the wrong for being upset? Yeah, like, no, no, you're not. Not at all. Because that's like the opposite. It's like taking the script, flipping, and just like slapping you in the face, being like, "All right, second choice." I mean, boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's something you definitely have to talk to her about and be like, "Hey, um, just so you know, yeah, this this really makes me seem like a second choice or a consolation yeah. prize, and that's not at all what I want, especially with someone who I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with." Yeah, and like also, you've spent so much more time. And, like, it's awkward. I think nobody wants to bring it up in these situations because they don't want to be that person who's like, hey, you're dead ex, though. Like, that's a shitty yeah. conversation to have. But at the same time, just because your ex died doesn't mean you're going to just be a dick to somebody. Yeah, that doesn't give you carte blanche to sort of disrespect anyone that you may end up being with yeah. later on. And it's it's a completely valid point to be upset by this. Yeah. Um. So I think, as usual, our answer is... You gotta bring it up. <laughs> Communication, and then probably run. Yeah. Which sucks, because you're engaged, but also get out of there. Yeah, it might be... I mean, like, maybe it's one of those things where she just... You know, the trauma of it all mm-hmm. has kind of, like, clouded her vision, and she just kind of needs that sort of, like, yeah. parting light to kind of clear the fog and be like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I'm so fucking sorry. That's not what I meant at all. Yeah, or maybe, like, she feels, like, an obligation, or, like, her, like, Facebook audience involves friends of his That's and the thing. there could, guilty there could maybe... be a huge level of guilt mm-hmm. to you know have she been so him. yeah maybe maybe she fucking killed no or like maybe she thinks you're cool with it and doesn't even realize yeah maybe know? maybe it's one of those things where it's like he was such a big deal in her life that yeah now that now that she's engaged to you she kind of feels like she has to make amends mm-hmm. on that front maybe which... you're so great that you're not even like She's not even worried about you because you're such a solid rock that she's like, shit, though, my dead ghost boyfriend, maybe he's haunting her. Maybe. And she has to appease his ghost. Um, but you you did bring up a good point prior to that. Uh, <laughs> not that the ghost isn't a bad idea. Um, what if his unfinished business is marrying her? Hmm. Um, along the lines of like, yeah, you've spent this entire relationship being super cool with this. 
So there might be this thing where like she doesn't she doesn't see the problem with it because there's never been a problem. Yeah, and maybe she just got a little carried away. Yeah. So definitely talk. Hopefully you can sort of like clear the fog mm-hmm. uh, and and move on and, and keep, you know, respecting this, this dude who's passed, but also... Your respect, own relationship yeah, and your, your existence. Your relationship. Yeah. Oh, or die. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just gotta if go you and die, die. Yeah, then she'll love you. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Um, or stage your own death and then in a couple of years come back. As because, him. Oh, ho, ho. I think we just wrote the best TV Nicholas show Sparks. ever. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't really advice. It's more of a conversation starter. Okay. This comes from user 420 Castle. Men, do you lower your standards for a hookup? During a drought, would you lower your standards or would you hold out until you find someone you're really excited about? Eh, probably would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, sex isn't dating, right? I think I think it's beneficial sometimes to get out of your head and go on a more primal, like, response. You know what I mean? And that is, sometimes you just need to fuck. And I'm not saying go after, like, people you're unattracted with or don't have a connection with. But sometimes if you find someone where you, like, you know, if you were having sex regularly, you'd be like, eh. Um, if you still got sort of like an attraction to them or like kind of want to have sex with them, there's, I don't think there's any problem, especially if it's, if it's become like a really big issue for you of being like, I haven't had sex in X amount of time. Mm. And that's sort of like what's gumming up the works in Mm. your own head. There's no problem with sort of like having sex with someone again, as long as it's consensual, as long as they understand that like, it's not going to lead to anything. Like as long as they're, they're on the whole, like, yeah, we're going to fuck and then date forever. Yeah. Like, boy, as long as you're not leading anyone on with this sexual encounter, there's, Mm. there's literally no harm in it because, um, again, like you're, you're, if you're on the level and you know that it's a one night stand or like, you Mm. know, a very sporadic, maybe just like a one time thing. Um, no one's getting hurt from this and you're getting fucked and you can kind of sort of like reset that weird mental timer that we kind of get in our heads and we can just be like, no, I've had sex and I promise you it's probably going to be easier to have sex. Yeah. Which is also like a shitty behavior people should probably not do, but also like tell me how to get away from it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's a really big sort of like weight put on how often you have sex, especially for dudes like girls, or women have, a, I think, a little bit more leeway because it's... It I would go... love to know how many girls are like, oh, when's the last time you fucked to each other? Because I don't... I don't know if it's I imagine. Like... I imagine it's pretty common. Or like, probably, like, on I don't on imagine par. it's as aggressive as... Yeah. But the thing is, is, like, I think from, a, like, a societal point of view, that's kind of, like, swept under the rug for women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to know how many times a woman is getting laid on a weekly basis. But, yeah. like, sort of their... But, like, men's... One of the things that contribute to men's worth or yeah. status well, in society you need is, to know because it's like, yeah. are you worthy? Yeah, exactly. How um, many times have you? Oh, you have. Wait, it's been yeah. how long? Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I don't need to respect you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Which and it's from like other guys and girls. You know, oh yeah, it, from like everybody. It's, it's it's from all sides, and I think like it gets it, it has so absolutely no bearing on anything whatsoever. But it, it definitely gets in your head where you're oh, just yeah. like, it's, it's hard to avoid. Yeah. But I think, like, I I know I started off by saying yes, but I also think, like, kind of no, because there's a difference between people you will date and people you will fuck. Mm -hmm. You know? Because, like, you could have sex with someone who's very attractive, who, like, you know, you get on with, but you don't want to spend every day with, or you don't want to, like, spend 
a lifetime with. It's a very difference you know? between sexual compatibility and relationship compatibility. Exactly. Yeah. I do think if you're not attracted to somebody, you probably shouldn't fuck them. Absolutely. For yeah. your sake I mean, and their sake. That's my thing. If, if someone is like, if you're literally just fucking someone to use them as like a hole to yeah, stick your dick in. That's never going to work for anybody. It's also kind of gross. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's super disrespectful to yourself the and entire, to them. The entire situation is just not good for anybody. Yeah. Um, so I actually do take back what I said about dropping standards, but I'm thinking of like, cause I, I mentioned like when you're not dating or whatever yeah. and like, I do think your dating standards obviously are going to be different because yeah. like to be compatible with somebody on that level and for that, like kind of like longevity, that's, I would imagine pretty rare, Yeah, you know, between people. And Whereas like, like, I'd have to have a really fun night or just to be very physically attracted to somebody or even just like attracted to somebody but don't want to date them which i don't think is even a bad thing it's a different scale so i don't think you're actually dropping your standards i do think if you are like not into someone and are still going to just do it because that's not good yeah Um, Yeah, i think there definitely has to be there needs to be some sort of spark it doesn't have to be a blazing inferno but there definitely needs to be something that like kind of gets you going about that Mm -hmm. person if you don't want to do it don't do it. Yeah, I mean, that's if the you other feel thing, like, like you should do it, don't do it. Sex should always be fun, and if yeah. you're if you're kind of like convincing yourself to fuck someone just because you want to, mm-hmm. like again, reset that weird mental timer but that like, we get. I really don't think it'll help if you're like, well, I just done did a thing I hated. I mean, like, like you're not going to come out of that from a position of confidence. I will. I will say that I've like I've definitely done this where like it was one of those things where I had met this girl on Tinder and. Um, we had never really met up, but she kind of like just straight up booty called me, which mm-hmm. I'm usually pretty like wary of. Cause I'm like, I'm going to go to your house and I'm just going to like have my kidneys removed. Yeah. Um, but you know what? It was like two in the morning and I was horny mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I went and like on the way there, I took a cab or an Uber or something. And, uh, she texted me and she was like, Hey, just so you know, like I'm a big girl. And I was like, I mean, that, that's fine. Like, I don't mind like a curvier woman. Um, and she was not lying. She was, she was above a weight class that like, I'm not particularly attracted to, but like, I was already, like, I was already there and I like, Mm -hmm. I went through with it and like, she knew it was bad. I knew it was bad. And it was like, well, if you're not into it, it's never going to be good. And it was one of those things where I was just like, I think it's probably the only time in my life that I like severely regretted sleeping with someone. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't something I was super proud of and it, and it, it definitely sort of like opened my eyes to the whole situation where I like, that is where I sort of adopted the whole, like, you gotta have, you gotta have standards. Standards are there for a reason. Yeah. And, and like you. And that's the thing. They, they are there for a reason. Like you wouldn't have them if you didn't want to abide by them. Yeah. And you it was, know, and I do think some of them can be societally enforced that you might not actually feel, but you might feel like you should feel. Yeah. I and do. I, I was in like a, a fucking weird position because I was just like, I got there and I was like, yeah, I'm not attracted to you. And I was like, do I just leave? Because that's kind of fucked up. And like, I, I honestly didn't know what to do. I, think I was the just irony like, is that you thought leaving would be more hurtful. Than, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't, I really don't know what would have sucked more for them. You know what I mean? Because like, I think, I think they've fully understood and, and were aware that I just kind of like went through the motions. But, but like what's you don't know you don't know right yeah i, I know. think like it's... it's very easy to put your experience on somebody else but like you really don't know that might just thought you were bad at sex yeah 
And um, I think that's probably. I would rather that honestly, personally, than... I would rather someone think I'm I'm bad in bed than yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Sort of like take a hit to their self worth. Yeah, and like I feel like that. Like imagine if she was just like oh just and I was like oh. Uh, NM and then just like tell the Uber driver to like turn her around. Well, that's the thing. Like you can't. You, I, come on. If you, has anyone done that? And if they have, I'm like, sure they have. I'm uh, sure it's happened at some point. We've gone through the fucking dating subreddit. I know, I know. I'm sure somebody has, and I want to slap them in the face. Yeah, it's tough, and it. That's why I brought this question. Cause, like, it's not really a, an advice question, mm-hmm. but it's it's something interesting to talk about. Yeah, I I. I don't know. I think I've slept with one and a half people I regret. I, I half regret just because I think they had expectations that I kind of ignored mm. because I was horny and yeah. lonely. And I should have paid more attention to it, but I was drunk and an asshole and I didn't. Um, and I, I'm, we're still really close and we're friends and stuff, but I like, I don't know how much, I'm worried about how much I hurt them at the time. You right. know what I mean? But I do want to sort of like explain, because that sounds worse than it, what you actually mean. And like, I know it was a consensual thing. And like, I just want to like get that out there. Cause like from someone who doesn't know you or like who listens to, I'm worried that it sounds like you took advantage of them. Oh no, no. Like it was, it was consensual on both sides. It's just like, I think the act meant more yes. to them. Sorry. Okay. I don't know how I phrased it. Yeah, but... no, it I was just, I just wanted to like yeah. clarify no, like, we, we both were, like, openly saying that it was what it was. Yeah. But I think that, and I, I should have known from, like, previous knowledge that they expected more from us doing that. Like, maybe, like, an ongoing thing, which I yes. didn't want, you know. Yeah, more um, on the more on the back end of things. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. like, it was, it was one of those things where I think they wanted maybe, like, more serious relationship. And, like, I, I pretty much knew that and should have either clarified before it happened that... Yeah. I wasn't looking for that or just not done it. And I didn't. And again, like we were like close and a little drunk and like it was a night where, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're good now, but like, again, I wish I'd done it differently. Yeah. And and I don't actually know the level of hurt that happened because like we have stayed friends for the whole thing. I just think that, I don't know. I'm a, I think it happened. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was just someone who was, uh, a little bit, less than honest about their relationship where they were actually dating a friend of mine Mm. but I couldn't tell anybody about our relationship because they were in a position of power in a workplace environment Um, so they were like hey don't tell anyone about us which I didn't but then I kind of like figured out that they were with somebody else and they were a friend and then when I unveiled it it turned out they were exclusive and like it was a whole mess which somehow ended up back on me but yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, it's troubling all this stuff. So I think I think the point that I wanted to make with this was, um, your standards are there for a reason. Yeah. Um, and regardless of like kind of what they are, and we could get into a whole other thing about like what kind of standards you should have. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I think there needs to be sort of a a level in which you respect yourself enough not to. Do something you don't want to do for the mm. sake of something that is driven by an outside societal force. Exactly. Something such as having sex within a certain amount of time frame. Yeah. Um, and if, if that's the driving motivation for you to do something that you don't want to do, just squash it. It's not yeah. a big fucking deal. Um, but if you find someone where you're just sort of like, kind of like on the fence, like a maybe, like you would, but you know, again, I don't think it. I don't think there's a terrible 
Again, as long as it's consensual and as long as everyone's on the same page. I think we need to just, like, preface every episode with that. Yeah. Um, As long as you're on the same page and you know it's just going to be one-time fuck, like, I don't think there's any problem with sort of, like, getting your head out of this, like, weird sort of, like, hang-up that people have about how long you've had sex. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, I think, like, a general rule is don't do what you don't want to do. Yeah. And if you do want to do it, and again, consensual and whatnot. Yeah. Yes, do it. Um, also, just be sure that like your standards aren't set by somebody else. Like, if you find a girl attractive and someone's like, mm, her, okay, yeah, fuck that. It doesn't matter what they think, especially yeah. because a lot of that I'm sure is bred from insecurity or just mm-hmm. like personal preference, both of which mean shit to you. Yeah, so, this is the thing. It's like if you find someone fucking sexy, if you're into somebody, like, fucking go for it. Yeah, because um, like it's it's like one of the it's like people who are are very specifically attracted to like one ethnicity or one hair or type spooky or girls. one or spooky girls. Um, but the thing is, I'm not exclusively spooky, I, I'm, which is good because I do think people who are like overly attracted to one specific thing. That like goes into like fetishization. Yeah, and it and you start getting into like really problematic things where you yeah. sort of like devalue people based on the attributes that they display. Yeah, and yeah. usually it's things they have no control over. Yeah, um, but that's a but whole that's a different whole different question. thing. Yeah. So, all right, hit me with a question. Just do what you want to do in a good way. Okay, my boyfriend, thirty four, never compliments me. Thirty two, he makes me feel unwanted. I just sent him a couple of nudes to get his attention. Said, lol. I'm going to meet Karen. <laughs> oh, no. Brackets, his best friend. By user Alice in a Mountain. Oh. We've been on and off lately. I leave because I feel unappreciated. Then he comes back crying he needs me. He says he loves me. But once we get back, all the love he says he got for me just disappears. I've been feeling ugly and unwanted. And now he replies lol to my nudes. I feel like such a piece of shit. Is this normal? I mean, some of my male friends say they don't compliment their women when they've been together for years. Maybe he doesn't like me anymore and just want me to boost his ego when he's down. I hate this. I feel like an ugly clown. Size. What should I do? Am I overreacting? Uh, one, this is not normal. Two, you're not overreacting. Three, uh, I don't remember the other questions, but... Are this, you dressed as a clown? <laughs> are you dressed as a sad clown? Because yeah, there's no reason to say LOL unless you're dressed as a funny clown. Yeah. Did you like draw a smiley face using a nipple as an eye? Or did you draw a smiley face using both boobs as eyes and, and your belly button as the surprised face? Or as a nose. And then a smiley thing just, just above your vagina. Yeah. And then that's your cleft chin. <laughs> um... Uh, no, this no. is this is a, a quick and easy fix is this dude is essentially just kind of using you when he needs you. Yeah. Like like it's it seems very clear that he's you know what I mean he like well, you leave I'll... because you feel unappreciated and then he comes back and then he unappreciates you again. Like it's you, you can reply to a lot of things with lol. I don't think you can reply to nudes with lol. Yeah. Like we've talked about replying to nudes. Mhm. I don't think we ever mentioned lol. Also, it's weird to say LOL and then tell them that you're meeting up with another female. Yeah. Regardless of whether it's best friend or whatever. LOL. It's, like. It's it's a very strange thing. Even, even just saying. Like, imagine if my girlfriend sent me news and I was like, LOL, meeting up with Dane. Yeah. That'd be bizarre. So. Yeah. It's, it's like, almost it's saying not, like, 
these aren't enough to entice me. Mm -hmm. This person is more interesting than your naked body. But also, imagine literally anything else. Like, LOL, about to make tea. LOL, going to get groceries. Yeah. Like, I don't think any of them fit. Yeah, I mean, like, regardless of what you say after the LOL, it sounds like that is more exciting than your naked body it just also, sounds like LOL this guy is like dismissive as fuck yeah no one L- no one is actually laughing out loud no one is lolling okay. i i would love to become a magician and make that be a thing where anytime you type lol you literally laugh out loud yeah it would eradicate that real quick. what happens what happens if they say lmao they die do they lose their butt they die is their butt gone yeah and then they bleed out but their poops are real regular, temporarily. Yeah, when their bowels evacuate, yeah, they're dead. It's, it's all gone. Everything's gone. Um, it's a new glands. Please, just move on. This guy sounds like trash. He, he's a dick, and I feel like you need to, you know, voice your concern firstly. Just be like, hey, I've seen these things. And like, you're replying, like, do you not want them? Yeah, also... And, like, also the off-and-on thing is... The off-and-on thing, I think, is this conversation's probably been had. I think she's probably been like, yeah, I don't feel wanted. And he's like, meh, meh, meh. And then she leaves, and then he comes back. He's like, no, baby. If he only comes back to me, leave, then get the fuck out. Yeah, it's... It's such... It just sounds like an entirely toxic relationship. who the fuck's Karen? Yeah, Karen, maybe... Mm. Maybe stay in her lane. Yeah, I don't know. Although I do want to say that there's nothing wrong with having no, a female really girlfriend. No, there's really not at all. It's a joke. Um, this comes from user IMWWW. I can dot 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 squeeze your pippy off? Question mark? I'm, I'm a sorry. 20 year old. Wait, 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 wait. Do that again. I can dot 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 squeeze your pippy off? Can you can you spell pippy for me? P-I-P-I. I'm a 20-year-old female. I often experience pain during sex and even masturbation, burning, scraping sensation when somebody's penetrating me. The problem is not the lack of lubrication because I slash we would use extra lube every single time. I briefly discussed this with my gynecologist and he said that my pelvic muscles, hip flexors, not exactly sure, are just too strong and I just need to relax. This is strange to me because I'm pretty good at controlling my muscles down there and I know exactly when I'm squeezing or when I'm not. I do exercises every now and then. I have tried focusing on relaxing and tensing up the muscles while masturbating, and whenever I tense up, I would struggle a bit to pull it out. LOL. wonder what would happen if I ever did this to an actual penis. Is there anyone out there who's experienced the same thing or knows what to do? She says, edit, yes, I know I actually can't harm the pee-pee with my vagina. (laughs) Or pee-pee. It's probably pee-pee. I feel like I want to read that again, but... Essentially, she's... I, I, I know. I, I don't want to laugh at what it is because it's just worded so funnily. I, yeah, I 100% took this question because of the title. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's also like a really serious issue. Like it's vaginismus. Yeah, it's a... Which so, I assume is a vaginismus. Um, which is like super serious. A lot of people suffer from and it yeah. fucking sucks. And like go her for, you know, trying to find some help and sharing it. But also... Yeah, this is apparently You're like wording it so badly. A very You're strange... gonna make us laugh at this on a podcast. I've been wanting to bring this issue up somehow. <laughs> and now we're giggling at it, you fuck. Um she's just worried about the pippy. For real so. Vagism vaginismus? I don't know how to pronounce that, but you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. It's it's no joke. We're not doctors. And it really sucks. Yeah. Um so it's not a 
ultra strong, like will squeeze your dick off. Like I exercise too much issue. It's, uh, I think again, totally could be wrong. Cause I have not backed this up. I think it's mostly a mental issue. Well, she says like, um, uh, da, 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 da. she's like, I know when I'm squeezing a nut down there and I've tried focusing on relaxing. Mm-hmm. And like, that's yeah, sort of an, an it's oxymoron. Like, yeah. Like if you try to focus on relaxing, it's like when people ask you, it's like, what are you I, thinking I put about energy into resting? Yeah. Or, you know I mean? People are like, Hey, don't clear your mind. Mm-hmm. The, don't think about breathing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the second you kind of like focus on mm-hmm. relaxing a certain area of your body or like, especially when it's like a, a very visceral experience between two people, yeah. like trying to relax during sex while also experiencing pleasure, hopefully, mm-hmm. or pain. But also just like, I think the, the level of like self-consciousness and like focus and thought, like depending, like if you come from a religious background or if you come from yeah. any kind of like abuse or fear or anything like even if you've just not had sex till a point where you believe that you're like a lot older than people who should have yeah. and like it's the fear and the anxiety and the focus and the importance and all these things and again i'm sure there are other factors but from what i know and from the people i know have had it like it's very much this like visceral mental thing that like yeah you know there is a, I was, I was looking a little bit into it and it, there's apparently uh, pelvic floor specialists yeah. that are sort of the leading, uh, leading the charge and sort of like figuring this out because mm-hmm. as far as this is sort of like a really, like it's a big question mark in the medical community. A lot of people are like, we don't know. And again, I think this is also leads into a little bit of like sexual parody where like, um, there's not a whole lot of focus on yeah. female sexual pleasure medically. There's a sort of out a hundred years ago. I mean, yeah, it's it's more or less like the female erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we, we got on that real quick. Yeah. Um so it's, I get like an email a day about Viagra. Yeah. Um so it's it's one of those things where like there there are medical specialists that, that can kind of take a look at you. I don't know how common they are. I imagine probably not that common. Mm-hmm. Um so I, it's one of it's it's something that you should uh, address with your partner and let them know because it might also help with changing positions and mm-hmm. angles. But and also, I think like now that you know the word for it, look it up. Yeah, because again, not experts, and we also do these questions on the fly, so yeah, it's not like I have had time to look it up or anything. Um, I will come back with a better answer. I will tell you that. I'll okay. tell you next week, if not the week after. Cool. I will be back with a better answer. But, yeah, I um, tend to. I tend to do if I know there's like a medical thing that I can like impart. Mm-hmm. I tend to look it up, but it's my question. But we don't share questions. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you come back, we'll do a we'll do our first like revisit. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely get better shit on this, and I should know it, but I'm not ashamed to admit I don't, and I'm willing to fix that. Cool. All right, draw another one. Also, uh, ladies out there, if you have experienced this as well or yeah. deal with this, um, if you have any solutions or tips or anything like that that you want to share to other women to help out mm-hmm. um, or let us know so that we can further impart your wisdom, um, please don't don't hesitate getting into contact with us because, mm-hmm. um, like we said day one, this is a conversation and, and also, we're here to help. we are not perfect. Yeah. 
Um, so if you if you have something that you can add to this conversation that will help people who are listening, mm-hmm. we'd love to hear it so that we can we can get that information out. And that's where I'm getting my information from for the next time. I'm not going to, online and going to people I know who've yeah. dealt with this because, you know, they're going to know better than anything. Yeah. All right. This is the seduction Reddit. This is Dzo5. Oh shit! How do you guys sexualize the conversation? I see in posts here, guys talk about sexualizing the convo and getting more flirty, so they can get, so they can take the encounter to a more uh, touchy feely place, for lack of a better phrase. So how do you do it? I think just mention touch and feely place in your conversation. Just be like. Hey girl, like I've I've really enjoyed talking with you. You know what I'd love to do? Get some touchy feely places on you. Mm-hmm. Or you say something really like personal and say, "Sorry, I don't want to get all touchy feely. I just want to feel you touchy." Yeah. Or take touchy feely the other way because that's usually described as like a an emotional thing, mm-hmm. and just reveal a really deep dark secret about your you know deepest fears. Perhaps mm-hmm. maybe let them know uh, a dark trauma that you experienced as a child. Maybe let them know that like your father was absent from your life and you lack a strong male role model in your uh, and it and it's directly affected your uh, your respect levels towards women. Your father was absent. Yes. His father was tasty. a bottle of tasty licorice-esque yum yum, um, and then reveal the fact that you don't know how birth works. Yeah, I <laughs> thought it was a bottle of absinthe this whole time. I thought it was half absinthe. That's touchy feely right there. Um, she has to explain the birds and the bees to you. How'd you sexualize the convo? You know what? I know we're gonna make fun of this person, and they need to be made fun of, but. There is some use to knowing how to do this because I see a lot of the times on like the dating subreddit mm-hmm. and things like that where people are like, had a great date, but just like, could did not, didn't figure, like said there was no spark. So that couldn't it's get like, past friendly. Yeah. Because it, I, I think a lot of people, um, which again, isn't a bad thing, tend to be a little on edge about how far they want to push things and they don't want to offend anyone yeah. or, or make anyone uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's a great it's a great baseline. But yeah. you also have to understand that you're on a date mm-hmm. that is a romantic setting. You guys have sort of like unspokenly mm-hmm. mentioned, like confirmed yeah, there, attraction. There are also okay ways to push the envelope and not be a complete creep. Yeah, I mean like... Or not be a complete dickbag. There's, there's nothing wrong with after you've sort of like gotten that back and forth rapport and you guys are talking, you're chatting, there's no harm in saying that they look good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no harm in, in just hitting them with a compliment on their physical but appearance. is that sexual? It can lead that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I... If if I felt comfortable doing it, I would almost always admit that I checked out their butt when they went to the bathroom. Because you were thinking whether they're going to poop. Yeah. I'm just like, how how big that dump going to be? You say I'm on that James Joyce like, tip. That's the thing. So this is actually like something Dane taught me. Um, is when they sit back down after you're in the bathroom, you say, hey, did you take a dump? One flush or two, baby. And they go, what? You go, I'm not going to lie. I checked out your butt when you left and... Looked a little bit more empty when you came back. <laughs> it looked heavy as hell when you went back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that, that's one of the things Dane taught me that uh, it works. I'm God damn, you. it works. It, it disarms them. It doesn't work if you do it the opposite way. Like, did you pee? Because your pussy looked heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not something you want to drop on a first date. No, no. They, don't, they want that light pussy. Yeah. 
Yeah, no one's going to be respond. But there's nothing wrong with a heavy butt. There's nothing wrong with a light butt. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You take that back. Yeah, I feel like you need to like go with the conversation as well. Like if you're just like having like polite, like kind of fun talk and you're just like, you know, you had them good titties though. Yeah. They're going to be like, mm, okay. But if they make an off-color joke and you are also like, oh yeah, you want me to... And you like make it like an innuendo. I don't know. Like you, you play off what they're giving you. Yeah. If anyone ever like can... talks about like uh, a lot of times it comes up that like people have gone on bad dates and it's usually involves a guy doing something. Mm-hmm. You can joke, like make that your entrance into your, their like sexual sort of like open that door. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can find ways. The best way to turn a conversation sexual is with a joke. Yes. Um, I do think if you're, I, I don't think there's really any other way. And I, and so I want to clarify here because a lot of people do this incorrectly. A lot of people will make an overtly sexual comment. And if mm. they get upset, they say, I was just joking. Yes. That's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to make it absurd. Yes. And to sort of put the like lunacy on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you say something absurd and like obviously a joke about yourself or yeah. like something you would do to them that is very obviously not real mm-hmm. and very silly and you know what I mean like or like even something they say you just like turn on its head and it's like oh yeah well I don't know I yeah I mean like it, if, if someone you know they spill a drink on me you can be like well that's kind of my fetish like I love stale beer and a woman you know what I mean like or women yeah. who smell stale beer like you you can open the door a bunch of ways and a, almost all the time it's better if you uh, like a little hint of self-deprecation. Yeah, always. And I think that should basically be inbuilt. Yeah. If you don't seem like you can self and And like a little bit of absurdity. And as long as it's very clearly a joke, yeah. don't fall back on, it was a joke. Yeah. Don't be like, yo, I want to fuck you right now. Oh, it was a joke. I was like, just kidding. Obviously, I'm yeah. not going to fuck you on the table in but the if, middle of the If you bar. make like a sexual joke and it's kind of ridiculous and they play along with it and they laugh, yeah, it's probably a good sign. Yeah. Whereas if you make one, they're like, okay. And there's also and that's you know you need to it's it's like seasoning right like you yeah. too much and you're gonna ruin the dish too little it's gonna be bland yeah. you gotta find that perfect level of like when you can drop little sexual mm-hmm. nudges um, to keep you know what I mean to like spice it up yeah and like and identify that you are a candidate for sexual mm-hmm. for sexual and activities. also see them as the same yeah. It's the thing is, I think we're giving a good but bad answer because it's not one of those things that there's a trick for. Right? There isn't, which no. I think is what a lot of pickup artists fall into. Yeah, is like, yo, hey, you do these three things. Yeah, and it's that's like it. here, here's here's the like four lines that you say, and like they squeeze it into the conversation. Like, yeah, sometimes you you might get it to work, mm-hmm. and again, the people who get it to work already have like an innate charisma and charm that can pull things off. You have specific lines mm-hmm. that yeah okay hit me you mean the three cheat codes oh no for pulling girls from clubs one a lasso two magnets tip one cultivate sexual energy yes i mean that's not a bad idea i do it all the time when we see a cute girl don't think she's attractive feel desire for her on a psychological level yes get what hung- does that mean get hungry for that mind. what does that mean <laughs> Desire is contagious. An underlying feeling is a spark that makes seduction possible. Attracting women shouldn't be mechanical. It shouldn't be stressful. Intellectual progress. Too many men who learn by pickup treat like a chess game. Get in touch with your primal side. Experience sexual energy. 
Men are taught to be ashamed of their sexuality. Society couldn't function otherwise. Unfortunately, modern men are practically neutered. They see their own desires as a bad thing that is inherently creepy. Male desire isn't creepy. It's a powerful aphrodisiac. Women desire to be desired. Oh my Man, god, this, this, is, this it, goes on way too long. I didn't think it went this as long. Like, as like not bad advice. Like It started with like the whole like... Hey, don't see them as an object that yep. you like lust after. Sort of find a, a connection, and because like, yeah, that's no, that's how sorry. I was successful. Sorry, it says physiological, not psychology. Psychological. Oh, I misread. Well, never mind. I Masturbate less. <laughs> notice beauty. Visualize. I mean, notice beauty is not a bad one. <laughs> the less you masturbate, the more you experience women in the real world. Notice beauty. Don't think she's just hot. Appreciate her femininity, her curves, her hair. Look in her eyes. Notice what makes her sexy. Visualize. If the first two strategies aren't enough to spark desire, you might need to think it. take things a step further. Visualize sexual imagery while you're out. Imagine what we like to make out with that girl. Imagine her naked. This might sound creepy. You're not doing anything overtly sexual. You're just changing your focus from the logical to the emotional. I have an excellent leading question. You're getting yourself out right of your now. head and your body. That was step one. So, okay. Step you're... two. How long is it? So long. Okay, fuck that. Because I have a perfect question. Go so on. you're you're at the club. You see... Am a, I? A beautiful woman. Is it you? Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Not interested. Um, and it's... And... and you know what I mean? You're not having a whole lot of luck tonight, but mm-hmm. you begin thinking about maybe getting her naked, and you think about kissing her. You start having that sexual imagery going through your mind. Are um, we cultivating sexual energy right now? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh shit! So here's the question: User Daenerys is my queen. Uh, asks, how do you stop an unwanted erection? No further details. That's no it. No context. Nope. Just that. Man, well, this... The context is key here. Nope. Um, I just gave you context. You're in the club. You're using these tips. You've taken your sexual imagery in your head. That's the context. For this question, let's... Yeah, I mean, the actual question has none. By the time she's close enough to feel your boner, you should probably have one anyway. If she's grinding up in your crotch area... Uh, Well, that's... I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be upset... But like, oh, I'm sorry. if you're in a if, club, if you're if you're in a club and you see a girl across mm-hmm. the way, a woman yeah. across the way, and yeah. you're attracted to do, and you've gotten yourself all riled up, and you just strut on over with your erection. Okay, let's say let's let's actually take this literally. Okay. Club, dark. Uh huh. You're wearing jeans. Yeah. Not the most boner showing. Things. It depends on your dick. Not really though. Of all of all clothes, yes. The name jeans, anything that is less boner show. Yes, jeans are your safest bet. Jeans but, are your safest bet. But if I'm you've, assuming you're of age to get into a club, at which point you have experience with boners, at which point you know how to hide it a little bit. If you want to get out that angle where it's poking out, again, she needs to see you. Look at your dick. Notice that. Not have it be hidden or somewhat obscured by a wallet or a phone, and then be like, "Oh, you got a boner." Mm-hmm. There's so many fucking things at play. Also, while it's dark, by the time you're near her, she's not gonna be like looking down at that dick. And even if she oh, is, I don't know. Wallet and phone in the way, and you're probably wearing a shirt that'll cover some of it. You're probably good. They're only gonna be discovered by touch. Sure. So don't be a creep and just grind up on her. 
but today's the day you wore your cargo shorts to the club. Oh, you're fucked. Yeah, you know, just just go home. Go home. But you, oh, so you're going to walk past the bouncer with just a fucking raging erection? How do you get rid of it? How he do you might get think it? it's a gun. He might what, kill you. Exactly. What Uber driver is going to be like, oh, yeah, come on in, fucking rock hard McGee? Remain seated. Pant creases are your friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing that most pants do when you sit down anyway they give you that little like yeah, zipper yeah. boner you, you, so you like, got boner regardless yeah. nobody's gonna know which of your four boners are the real one exactly unless she comes to test at which point doesn't matter yeah just she's touching that dick <laughs> um, you know that common thing that women do in public yeah, like, whoa, whoa, like, whoa 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 hold, on, hold on a second is that a, is that a boner I'm gonna have to check sorry yeah but what's what I love is like the tension when they come over right cause you got four four boner bumps one's real or, I mean, one might be real. Yeah. Three are definitely fake. They only get two pokes. So I love that law. That, like... Yeah. Gives me excitement in my day-to-day. Yeah. Right? So, like, if they just got to poke all of them, like, life would be fucking boring. But how do you get rid of it? <sighs> if you don't want to be detected. Um, if you've got a solid snake... why it took you so why it was so hard to say that name. I don't know um, how do you get rid of it uh, I think you you think of grievous bodily harm yeah. we've talked about we go this. back to this grandma legs <laughs> I think you think a edge clippers and you peen yeah like nobody who's a guy heard that and didn't shudder mm-hmm. um, or think of like a needle going down the front think of all the pain Think about accidentally slipping on your naked grandma. Think about eating your pet. Think about eating your grandma. Yeah, there you go. Not in that way. You pervert. No, no, I mean, yeah, going down on your grandma. Yeah. Um, I I feel like if you're past a certain age, this probably isn't an issue. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, let it calm down. Stop the visualizing because you're listening to the bullshit advice I just read out and it's not good. Don't visualize. You're good. What do you need to do that for? Yeah. That's that's an impossibility as you are right now with your cargo shorts boner. I know. Also, next time, wear better pants to the club. <laughs> Who let you in? Yeah, I know. What kind of how, club are you in? How did you get past the bouncer of those things? What shoes were you wearing? I got a question here from Reddit user Overthink1298. Oh, God. Guy covers himself after having an orgasm. I... 27-year-old female, gave the guy, 32-year-old male, I'm dating a blowjob. Every time he was about to come, he would tell me to stop and covered his dick. I told him to relax and kept going. I could notice he liked it a lot, or else I would have stopped, of course. And then he, when he had an orgasm, he immediately covered his dick and come like he was ashamed. I don't feel comfortable asking him right now, maybe if we keep dating on in the future, but I was just wondering why he did that. Anyone know a possible explanation? It's the first time I've seen that behavior in men. This is a weird color. It's funny you mentioned that. Oh, no. Um, because I, this question is fine. There's a bunch of reasons why this could be happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he's he's was told that he had a mm-hmm. small dick, and he's ashamed of seeing it after he's released, yeah. and Which it gets why, a little smaller. Which is why we've had a question similar enough. Yeah. That's why um, I went the, the, the oddball route. Maybe he has, like, a really weird sexual trauma in the past mm-hmm. where, like, he was made to be ashamed of ejaculation yep. and sexual release. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bunch of things. Um, but what I really wanted to highlight from this question mm-hmm. was a was a comment that was, that was left by Heart Attack 669. Um, he says, 
for a period of time, my nut was brown. And if I was him and I had brown nut, I'd do the same thing. And I think it's a good point. I think we've all gone through our brown nut period no. where we, we no. nutted and when we nutted and it was brown. No. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, you're just a late bloomer. It'll come. No, no. Yeah, we Is all get it. Do they explain why? Uh, oh, he does. He does. He does. Oh, there God. wasn't when I initially. Uh, um, he. It's just a simple case of prostate bleeding, <sighs> and somehow turned his nut brown. No, no. This poor guy is he okay? I assume so. He left those messages like seven hours ago. So, and he said it was brown. So brown nut. I hope you're good. Yeah, but like, I mean, like that's actually a really nice nickname. Um, this doesn't really sound like. But it's meant to be. I mean, maybe he's not sperm. Maybe he's just going through that yeah. nut, that brown nut period. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe he got prostate bleeding. Maybe he got. I mean, look, it's not always about prostate bleeding. No, all right? sometimes, sometimes you your nut some... is just brown. Oh, it's no. all happening. It's happened to everyone. Every guy goes through this. Well, the thing is, he didn't get in touch with sexual energy, and I'm not even sure his social momentum was up to cue. Was it? Probably not. No, obviously not. Not with brown nut. Well, the sheer momentum of his social force would have whipped all the brown to the back of his nut, leaving it a clear, milky blue like everybody else. That's what happens when you overcome. No, overcoming is clearly red. Uh, yeah. And dusty. It, it goes white, then it goes brown. If you continue to overcome, you're just getting full blood. Yeah, I said blue. And then... you what? Like normal cum, just blue. That's what the Eiffel 65 song is about. Yeah. But just busting a nut. I'm cum. Dabba dee dabba dine. Yeah. Dabba dee dabba dine. I have a cum house with a cum window. That's the uncensored version. I feel <laughs> <laughs> 65. That's all over you, ho. I have a cum house with a cum window. I didn't think I would do this I two weeks in one. I have a cum car. That is all over you, ho. Um, but I found this and I was just like, I have to share it. Is it also by Eiffel 69? Um, it's Eiffel 65, but Eiffel 69 is a great <laughs> cover band name. Yeah. Um, this is actually a porn review from uh, my new favorite man, Kid Cocky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's of the movie Touch and Feedy, number five. <laughs> What's Feedy? I'm assuming How it's supposed to mean that? like Touch and Feely. I don't know. F-E-E-D-Y? No, Feety. Like feety with feet. No, 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 feety. And uh, look, I'm not. We experienced what Kid Cuddy's or Kid (laughs) Kid Cocky's all about. um, (laughs) Both, really. Last week, Uh, this week, I'm about ninety percent sure he was fucking hammered when he wrote this review. I'm sorry, you thought he was sober last week? Well, you'll see what I mean. Lovely Kelton's popularity is growing. It was only fitting that she'd want to touch and have a little foot play too. She's hot and orgasmic. Morgan Jericho is new on the scene. I anticipated touching and sucking on her toes, and when her toes touched my penis, well, it felt great. Wait, what? I have no idea. Roxana <laughs> is a hot new model who's graced the men's magazines with her image. Now Roxana meets the feet and gives <laughs> the sorry, tender touch of her feet I'm to sorry. my penis. Wait, what? Is he doing some weird 3D thing? Don't is it knock VR? it till you try it. Tara Lee is exotic and sweet. I like her. You won't see her interact with a guy anywhere else. She's got nice feet, too. So when I got the chance to play, we played. Also, she let me lick her coochie, too. That's slang for vagina. We all had fun. T and F. Number five is here. Please enjoy. 
Oh, there you go. That's what Ed Powers has to say about this DVD. But let's check and see that your favorite reviewer, Kid Cocky, has for a review of Ed's ability to explode these women's tootsies. I'm sorry. He misled us by quoting an actor from the film. Uh, yep. I'm, yeah. I love how he, he thought we needed to know what Coochie meant. We got uh, no, no, that's, that's not Kid Cocky. Let's not put that on Kid Cocky. It's actually Ed Powers. Who's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm talking about the, Ed Powers. The man who you know, is is describing his porn DVD to uh, perverts. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the perverts who are sure buying your DVD... I, I, they probably know what a coochie yeah, is. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they know what a also, coochie is, Mr. Coochie? Powers. Why would you use that term? Um, because Ironically, term... maybe they don't, because it's a very, like, coochie, like... Anyway, let's find out what Kid Cocky has to say about oh, uh, Ed's ability to exploit these women's tootsies. Without a doubt, there's a lot of wet and wild foot foreplay in this movie. Kelton sucks on her little piggies like a big bad wolf. She also huffs and puffs and blows a cock down. Not bad, Kelton. But can she fuck like the dirty dog that she appears to be? Well, I think she can. But we don't get to see much fucking in this fuck. Oh, no. I know she can ride cock as well as she sucks toes, but I guess she'll prove that in another movie. Kelton does, however, even suck her own toes. How naughty. Okay, Kelton. Oh, okay. Kelton doesn't deliver a traditional dirty porn scene, but she is naughty nonetheless. Kelton and her man are both willing to demean themselves in front of the camera just so you can have something to whack off to. You have to give Wait, them credit for that. Wha- how do they spell whack? W-H-A-C-K. Good. All right. You have to give them credit for that regardless of weather, spelt wrong, or not. I'm done. I'm you out. have a foot fetish. Like weather? Like weather weather? Yes. Oh. Like as if a stormy that weather. rained on my parade. Morgan gives a foot job with an original form. Now here's where Wait, it gets. I'm sorry. How how are there original forms for foot jobs? I'm no, imagining. No. Let me tell you. Let me tell you right it now. It can only take like maybe two. This is where it gets wild for me. I'm sorry. It's not already wild. Do you'll see what I mean. Much like an illegible, incredible, inevitable storm, way past the norm, still misbehaving, ass in the air, and her hair is waving. He just, yeah, I'm sorry. He's rapping. He's just throwing in either a rap or a slam poem. I don't. This is. I don't really know why he's doing it, but just is he kid goody? Um, she does everything she can think of that involves feet and genitals, and then when she's done, fuck partner Ed Powers makes some stuff up. <laughs> she gets her peds licked too, so I think everyone ends up happy in this movie. I won't even try to rate her toes. I think that people probably have likes and dislikes when it comes to to toes. So you're just going to have to rate each person's little piggies yourself. I would love to see him rate her toes. I just hope these people have Listerine because their breath has to be horrible by the end of this scene. Oh, no. This movie is kind of fun because you have multiple angles to choose from. You can also interactively pick what you want your babe to do. There's a little extra bio information about Ed in the Planet Powers section of the DVD, and there are a lot of ca- chapter stops that you can that can be a hindrance or a help depending on your knowledge of how to use your DVD player. <laughs> Ed Powers offers us two full hours of all sorts of toe play in this movie. Is it too much? I don't think so, but I'll let you be the judge. Okay. Thanks, kid cocky. My only knock on this movie is it didn't have very much real fucking. However, it is a foot man's dream, or I guess it is a foot woman's dream. Mm-hmm. The girls get down and dirty with dildos. There's plenty of blowjobs, foot jobs, hand jobs, self foot looking, toe sucking, and naked chicks. However, if you're looking for some good old fashioned fucking, this movie isn't for you. Like Kid Rock said, you can boss and front, you can toss and tease. 
But you can't fuck with toes like these. Now, I don't know if Kid Rock has ever said that. I didn't want to look it up. I was too scared of what I might find. But let hold me tell on, you, I think, that, I think that gives us a good little insight as to where Kid Cocky gets his review name. We thought it might have been Kid Cuddy. But I think he is just a you think so? Kid Rock aficionado. If he can pull a fucking deep cut like that, specifically for a toe and foot themed porn review... <laughs> I look up Kid Rock toes like on Google auto filled it as Dr. Phil I mean everyone knows that Kid Rock and Dr. Phil have almost identical feet you know I don't think it's actually a, a Kid Rock thing because I looked up Kid Rock toes like these and nothing's coming up oh <laughs> I think he's I think he's just playing hard and fast but times like these yeah, it's it's you can floss and front, you can taunt and tease, but you can't fuck with rhymes like these. So he's just appropriated. Also, Kid Kaki, I think you're going to hear from Mr. Rock's lawyers. Which we also are. Yeah, we Surprise! Are... <laughs> it took us years to find this, because I'm pretty this sure this review a... is from like 2003. This has been a deep sting operation. Yeah, we got you. As you could probably tell, neither of us are podcasters. Also, he does leave his hotmail email account at the end of all of his reviews so we can can you email him ask for a statement for the podcast i might email him just be like yo can you can you just come on the podcast do you think or even just make him send a message so we don't have to it is a hotmail account so i don't know if that still exists i have hotmail do you still use hotmail yeah we have to end this podcast and i don't mean just this episode i mean yes this episode needs to end 100 percent. but we also need to never make another episode well Maybe we won't. Are you ready? For what? Another question. Another question? No, you got another... This is sex news. Oh, hell yeah. Sex headlines? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. This is from The Sun. On ice. Women be warned. Don't put ice lollies in your vaginas to cool down in UK heatwave, says Docs. As Britain swelters in what's set to be a record-breaking heatwave... People are desperately looking for ways to cool down. Most of us resort to sitting in front of a fan, seeking refuge in air-conditioned buildings, or having a cold shower. But one woman was so hot, she thought sticking an ice lolly in her vagina might be a good way to cool off. According to Metro, unsurprisingly, turned out it's a terrible idea, and has prompted experts to warn women not to put the frozen treats anywhere near their genitals. Not only is it unlikely to help you feel any cooler... It could cause infections, irritation, and potential trauma down below. Mm -hmm. Gynecologists told The Sun, anything with food coloring, dye, perfume, or high levels of sugar will have a negative impact on vaginal pH and lactobacillus. It can increase the risk of vaginal infections such as thrust and bacterial vaginosis. Mm -hmm. Ice can stick to the delicate skin of the vagina and cause real trauma and damage. Additives could also be potentially irritant in a sensitive area as the vagina causing local inflammation and discomfort. On a basic level, the process could all be messy as the ice will melt very quickly and will leak upon dissolving. It's also pointless as core body temperature, including internal organs of the vagina, is set by the brain and cannot be altered by applications of any cooling agent such as ice, which at best will provide a very temporary relief before temperature rises once again. Body is, I didn't know that. Body is a very good auto-regulation, very good at auto-regulation and is never good to idea to temper. GP and clinical director Sarah Jarvis told The Sun it could definitely damage the line of the vagina. Whether you feel hot or not, 
There was never any reason to put ice lollies in your vagina. I didn't think I'd need to read this, but there's more in the article. Avoid garlic. It's not the first time women have been putting foreign objects in their vagina. Earlier this year, it was real the women have been sticking garlic up there to try and treat thrush. Uh, according to All Wives Tale, putting a clove up there for three days can clear things Holy up. Holy shit! But it prompted gynecologist Jennifer Gunter, best name for a gynecologist. How many times do you think her fucking like door sign has been just Gunter, or has been the G has been altered to be a C? But also, Gunter is a great vagina term. I Don't guess. put garlic up your Gunter, ladies. Uh, it prompted her to warn that the perfect environment, uh, vagina is the perfect environment for a botulism bacteria to grow. A credibly serious condition will leave people paralyzed and worst Jesus. fatal. Jesus. Uh, garlic contains antifungal properties uh, that scientists haven't trusted whether that translates into mice, let alone humans. Basically, don't. Oh, there's a whole other list. Don't put cucumbers up there. I imagine that's probably something that you need to hear. Don't put parsley up there. Why would you put parsley up there? Don't put yogurt up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, we don't need to hear why yogurt is a bad idea to put in your vagina. Well, it's a lot of good bacteria, which in theory could help fight off fungus, but it's a terrible idea. Because multiple studies have shown that it will not do anything beneficial. Soaking a tampon in yogurt and putting it up there is also nothing more than a waste of perfectly good yogurt. Um, That's going to do us for today. We went... We went a little long today, but fuck it. We're grown-ass men. We can do whatever we want. Um, if you have a question or if you want to add to anything that we talked about this episode, we did talk about a lot of things. Um, you can hit us up on Facebook at uh, FCK Buddies Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. You can also send us an email at FBuddiesPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Are right, you ready for some bad sex writing? Yep. I will say, we're pretty much done with Bear. When you say pretty much, you mean we are. We are. Okay. I There were there were many, like, non-sex scenes where she tried in vain to give the bear the an erection, and the bear did not want to become erect, and they were more awkward than they were sexy, so I'm not really going to include them, but we're back to the random shit. This is Back to Blood by Tom Wolfe. But then the tips of her breasts became erect on their own, and the flood in her loins washed morals, despair, and all other abstract assessments away in a cloud of some sort of divine cologne of his. Now his big, generative jockey was inside her pelvic saddle, riding, 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 and she was eagerly swallowing it, swallowing it, swallowing it, with the saddle's own lips and maw. I hate it. You don't want your dick to be swallowed by a live human saddle? Yeah, like, who thought that was good? Someone, apparently. Well, actually, it won worst sex riding of 2012. Okay, so. that's good. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Uh, you got a Dan for us? Um, but I'll find one. Dan says, My ex said there was no spark between us, but I felt it. I honestly don't know if you said that. I, I can't keep track because they're all about his goddamn ex. Oh, no. You fucking train wreck, Dan. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm, of course, Nal Spain. You finish it because I stole it at the beginning. And we are your podcast. You fucked up. We're your fuck buddies. Bye. Bye. Bye.